0: This episode of the Buffalonian Podcast is brought to you by the CastSource Podcast Network, a podcast network built with and for entrepreneurs. It cover many genres, including sports, business, mental health, marketing, and entertainment. Feature the podcast shows such as Sports Bring People Together, Limitless, Saviors of the Metaverse, and The Athletic Mindset. Learn more at castsource.com slash podcast. And without further ado, let's get into the Buffalonian Podcast. The Buffalo Bills play their fourth game in 19 days this Thursday night. We'll look at some X-Factors, keys to success, and go over our picks from last week and pick some more games from this week. This is the Buffalonian Podcast, betting on the Bills. All right, let's go. We are back with the Buffalonian Podcast. I'm Joe Kelly, and as always, I'm joined by Dom Loss and Mike Marino, and this is Betting on the Bills. Fellas, week 13, the Bills won on Thanksgiving. We're coming back. We're going to, yeah. we're going to New England. What? How are we feeling?
1: Um, I mean, decent, maybe. Got some more injuries. It just seems like it's not stopping this year. Yeah. Um, now that Miller's hurt, that's great. And yeah, Dion and Snowman, yeah, starting left tackle. Um,
0: the Lions game, I can't say went according to plan, but we won. So, hey, ugly games, ugly wins a win. So, I mean, at the end of the day, that's how we got to look at it. Don, what do you think, buddy?
2: I mean, I think if anyone said that the Bills would be eight three through eleven games, I think everyone was taking that in a heartbeat. I don't, I don't know if it, yeah, went to plan after them going six and one. At uh, one point, I'm going five one to the buy, but here we are, and another prime time game for the Bills. Yeah, uh, in Fox first, first
0: time, first time on Amazon, first time on Amazon might be the might be Ryan Fitzpatrick calling. You know, he'll be in the pregame and the postgame, so it'll be interesting. Um, on Amazon, you're right. I didn't even think about that. It is our first time on the Prime 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 on Prime Time. That's crazy. But the Bills are three and a half point favorites. Don't ever do that again. What, the, the pun? No, you're not feeling it? Four. <laughs> All right, I'll hold myself back. The Bills are three and a half point favorites. We're five and a half when we first made this outline. We we go by here. Um dropped a little bit. Why why do you think
2: that might be? Just the injury bug? Yeah, I think them now ruling out Vaughn, which is kind of expected, but uh Dion uh, being officially inactive uh causes some pretty uh, big concerns for the Bills against uh, you know Matt Judon, who's the current sack leader on the NFL. Yeah. So, and usually the Snowman's a good you know played pretty well against Judon. He's been pretty quiet against the Bills most of the time. Uh, even when he was a Raven back in the playoff game in yeah. 2020. So, you know, when you don't have your, you know, the antidote to the, the big threat, it's kind of a kind of a situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, and. In- like you said, Dion being out, Spencer Brown on the the right side. We, I mean, we we've, we've mentioned lackluster this whole season, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But also another big thing for the Bills is it's their fourth game in 19 days. Um, that's that's kind of crazy. I mean, considering all the snowstorm stuff, Thanksgiving, like I I don't know, like it it's crazy. I wouldn't have expected this is how this season goes at all going into it, but four games in 19 days, that's kind of crazy.
2: Well, I think it's crazy to think that they knew this going in, that this is going to be kind of that stretch. It's not like any of the games got, you know, the times of the games changed. I mean, obviously a location of a game changed, but at at the end of the day, the, the bills are two and one, this tough stretch and they have an opportunity to get a big divisional win and get a nice little mini buy
0: hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and I'm glad they had the, the whole week of practice here, the Thursday to Thursday, you know, so I mean that, that I guess that's one one good thing. And it looks to be looking up right now with the uh, the injuries and the players coming back to assist where these injuries are. So, I mean, we'll look at the injury report in a little bit here, but it, it's definitely I'm a lot better feeling about it now than I was. When these injuries first occurred, especially Von Miller, we were down Epinesa and Russo. I know that's spoiling a little bit, but um, they're likely to they're mo- they're coming back. So that'll be that's a huge thing. But I don't know. I it's it's going into this game. The last time we played them, we won forty seven to seventeen. We were all we were all watching it together. We were screaming motor in Devin Singletary was having a day. Josh Allen was throwing bombs. Do you do do you think Belichick's mad Mac Jones is upset like they're, they're coming back for blood for this or is this going to be is this going to be another Bills blowout like what are, you, what are you feeling like going into this game no um, they're not,
2: they're not going to be mad that they lost by 30 points in a playoff game <laughs> right yeah like what do you think
1: I'm just gonna say I think the way the Bills are playing right now they're not blowing out
2: anybody mm-hmm. and then
1: I mean I know obviously the Patriots had their ups and downs this year a lot of downs I would say with McCorkle um, you know, I've already heard rumors that Brady's going to go back. What? Like, Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's not going to happen. It's just end of an era. And I mean, I don't feel bad at all.
0: No, I mean, everyone turned on him right away with Bailey Zappi um, immediately when he came in and started playing well. So I don't know. I, I feel bad in that aspect, but at the same time, I'm not really, not really feeling, feeling much about beaten down on him again and like you said these divisional games are going to be huge uh, yeah because we're zero two so yeah.
1: we need to come back here
0: yeah i i would like to be four and two in the division after
2: <laughs> after this set of games here so i don't know what, what do you think dom i think it's an interesting matchup obviously the patriots still probably have a top five defense in the entire nfl so it's going to be a definitely a, a test to this offense that's been pretty roller coaster the last month or so and then Defensively, I mean, they've been in a pretty big downhill slide um, ever since that Packer game. So, um, yeah, it's still a test for them because New England, I don't think, has a great offense. So, it's definitely kind of a little bit of a good right game. But New England still has enough players. You know, solid O line. Stevenson's a good back. Not the hugest fan of McCorkle, but he can still swing. You know, he's not completely incompetent, and they do have some. You know, guys that can catch the ball and make some plays, so uh, be a good test. And of course, special teams will always be a big test. You know, Bill, big big special teams guy. McDermott's yeah. pretty big special teams guy, so that should be an interesting uh, matchup as well. Yeah, I mean, it'll it'll
0: it. I don't know. It'll be an interesting game for sure because you gotta you gotta think about it this way. We're kind of we're on that win streak now, and the Patriots. I mean, they wanna they wanna win that at least one game. <laughs> against us for the, divi- like, move up in the division a little bit. You know what I mean? So Well, I mean,
2: if you look at this for the Patriots, are two games out, really, of the playoffs. So, and they're two games behind the Bills. So, I think they understand the, the pressures that they have to face. Yeah. And they have a pretty hard schedule down the stretch as well. Same thing with the Bills. Same thing for really everyone in the AFC East. So, um, it's, it's, it's a challenge for them. They're definitely going to come in on trying to defend their home turf. But it's nice to at least get some reinforcements back. Uh, you know, across the D line of Epinesa, Rousseau, Tremaine, my boy,
0: yeah, buddy, the savior, the
2: the savior of the middle of the field is coming back. You know, another week of Trey White and Kyrie Elam, and then obviously getting your starting center back where you can move your starting guard back to his guard is also pretty nice. And we'll see if Smoke Brown, he probably get called (laughs) up, yeah,
1: Uh, actually, maybe he's gonna
2: come on, he's gonna get called up, he's gonna get called up and have
1: just saying they, uh. Restructured Trey's deal. They did. So, OBJ's going to be here Friday.
0: Same for the weekend, apparently. Maybe. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, like, OBJ coming now, even with John Brown, you think it's just an extra weapon we add, and we should do it if, if we have the cap? I don't think signing John Brown is going to do anything to our chances
1: of
2: getting <laughs> Odell because they're not the same. No. They, they play really two different styles of wide receiver. And one of them's really for that wide receiver you can even make a case that's wide receiver two, but wide receiver three role. And the other one's more of a practice squad call up wide receiver five. Uh, yeah. Vertical threat. So they, and they both feel a need. So I mean, right. They know. So yeah, John Brown was a thousand yard receiver with the Bills. He was. Had his best season with Josh Allen as his quarterback. And Josh trusts him. So
0: I think that was one of the big things about bringing him back to the chemistry that's already there between them, you know? So. But do you want to you wanna take a look at some, some X factors going into the game? Like I, 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 first can, we, one. can I just give a shout-out last week, um, Isaiah McKenzie? Yeah. yeah, you got that one right. He did. He did. Also, wait, one more shout-out that we missed yesterday, Dom. It's Stefan Diggs. Happy belated birthday, buddy. Uh, big man. Big man for the Bills. We, we missed I, that yesterday. Can I also That's do another shout-out real quick? Sure, the shout-outs. Keep this coming. This a shout-out. Um, I said they were going 2-1-1. One, one. That is true. He he hit it on the head. I, round of applause for Mike. Wow. What a it's day. Feeling what a
2: week.
0: lucky. It's feeling lucky. What were you saying, Dom? You wanna you wanna go into what first?
2: No, I, I first think we should probably go into the injuries first. And obviously with Dion being out, same thing with Vaughn, I think it's an interesting challenge for the Bills because you could argue that's the I mean, I I think it's factual, those are the best players on each line. Right. Um, you know, your left tackle and your your star edge rusher, so it's going to be an interesting dilemma for the Bills. How are they going to be able to game plan around losing two two su- such important pieces to both the offensive and defensive line?
0: Yeah. I mean, it, just looking at the base injury report here, the, it, the, the mystical illness is striking again uh, all over the league somehow. I, every injury report, there's illness on there. It's cold and flu season, baby. You know, anything can happen. But everyone... This injury report's really thinning out, though. Like, it's not. It's not as many. There's only one questionable and two out. Everyone else has pretty much been a full participant. Like, this is this is looking on the up and up for us, at least. You know, so. It's a, I mean, but with our luck, it's gotten long, short, long, short again. Uh, hopefully, it stays short for this uh, this run we're going with these divisional games that we have to win. So, I mean, what do you think, Mike?
1: I mean this is the time of year where you don't want a long injury report. Yeah. So like, I know earlier in the year we had a super long one. I definitely pages. take it that. Yeah. De- definitely <laughs> take it that Like I don't want it ever, but like better than the now. So like, it's a lot better seeing only two people out right now and one questionable rather than mm-hmm. all of those guys being out. Yeah. This is the time of year where it really starts to matter.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely. Um I Every- mean, if it's going gonna, it's gonna to matter if who you know what CD you in the playoffs yeah. do you have the bye do you win mm-hmm. your division are you a wild card team like yeah. uh, you know injuries play a big part in that and you know while it's nice to see that they've made progress on in the injury report there's still you know pretty two big question marks there in Vaughn Dion. but and you know as we said before it's it's nice to you know after this 19 day stretch to get 10 days off uh before playing the jets which uh, There's no easy feat at all because the Jets are a solid team, too, down the stretch. And they play Dolphins again, but at least they don't have to put the Jets on Sunday Night Football. Uh, CBS yeah. protected them. Yes. NBC wanted them. CBS said no. Yeah, You got to think now that's got to be Nance and Romo, though, on the call. It, yeah. Up, they protected them from NBC. Uh huh. Well, you mean Jim Nance, the uh, the biggest
0: jinx in the NFL for field goal kick? That was the most – that Thanksgiving game, that was rough. But, yeah, I love when Jim Nance and Tony Romo call our games, though. They love they, – they get all excited. I love it. It's So, you know, it's better than Chris Collinsworth any day of the week. So, we'll take that. But do you want
2: to – That's a win in of itself. Yeah, a
0: win in itself. Do you want to take a look at the limited injury report we got from New England that was tweeted out?
2: Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Bring It is nice to see that Josh was full practice all three days. It was nice to see Tremaine in three practices. Yeah, Rousseau, to up up. So those guys that have been out, and Josh obviously with the elbow. So it's nice to see those guys all, all be practicing.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. It looks to be on the up and up. New England is a lot shorter of a list, not a full list like the Bills had with Wednesday, because they, I, I, we didn't get access to the walkthrough or anything like that, like we did with the Bills. But um, Damian Harris, we knew that. That's that's big for the running game. Uh, he was solid all year. Now they really,
2: Ramondre Stevenson is going to be their number one running Well, he's head. been the number one all year. It's He's actually probably taken that as kind of like the lead back. I think people expect that to be kind of a 50 split because of what mm-hmm. happened last year. But Stevenson kind of took the job from Harris in the off season and kind of just has a stranglehold on it now, especially if Harris being out. Yeah.
0: And then Jabril Peppers, uh, the defensive back, he's a new addition uh, to the, the squad. He's out with that mysterious illness that, that's affecting everyone. So he did not participate on Tuesday. Um, so, you know, it's it's that same same deal. And then Isaiah Wynn, offensive lineman, foot injury, did not participate, did not participate.
2: Then, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty big uh, injury for their left tackle, but the yeah. Patriots always find a way to kind of uh, rotate you know, they're, they're guys around then. I mean, that's pretty much the significant injuries I and mean, they have a couple of guys that are a little bit banged up. Seems like limited, but yeah, you know. a lot of limited, not anything really. Um, we'll see if some of those guys miss, but those, I would assume that the top three got well, two of the three guys miss. We'll see about peppers illness, but
0: yeah, the mysterious NFL illness, you know, it's, it's elusive. It's elusive. You never know, but either way, I feel like this is going to be, it's going to be tight because um, both teams are pretty much pretty much all there now I would say not all there we're missing some big pieces and there they are too but I don't know I feel like this will be a e- pretty even game but if you had to look at it here let's let's move into those X factors now who would you pick out of anyone on the bills that's going to be the absolute difference maker in this game
2: hmm that's a good question
0: I I'm gonna I go ahead I appreciate this you one. I
2: appreciate you asking that question yeah no problem
0: Uh yeah. I'm gonna go first on this one. I think we saw it last year, December 26, twenty twenty one. Isaiah McKenzie. We saw it last week, flashes of it. I think this is where he went off against Bill Belichick. That man coverage. I think. I think he has another week. I, I, Josh is He might have. He might have gained a little trust. He might have gained a little trust from Josh. I think we see Isaiah McKenzie have a pretty good day. I, I think he's
2: a big X factor for this game. No, that's a good. That's a good choice right there. Um, I'm going to go a man named Tremaine Emmons, my boy, your boy so they're in the middle linebacker position. <laughs> Mac Jones, they want to attack the middle of the field of his noodle arm, you know, especially with those tight ends, Smith and Henry. And also that the Patriots want to run the ball, you know, be effective on the ground game. And he's going to be a big reason to take away the middle of the field in passing and be that solid, you know, just be solid uh, run defense in your middle linebacker position. So if he can go. Obviously, he's not officially active, but he didn't have an injury destination, so I assume he'll go. Yeah. So yeah, my my Tremaine, I think Tremaine will be a big reason why this defense has a big game. Alrighty, mm-hmm. Mike.
1: I'm gonna, I'm yeah, I'm gonna say <laughs> Gabe Davis is gonna have himself a good game. Um, I think it's just time. It's been a little bit since he's had that big playmaking game, and I think he's due. Because I mean, the last few games, it's like they haven't been throwing to Digs early, and they've like then gone to him at the end, I think it's going to be like a switch. I think they're going to start a lot with digs, and then Davis is going to have a really good second half.
0: Uh, I mean, that was my second choice. I, I want to see a, a, a big four-banger touchdown performance like we did against K. Five Steve, for you know.
2: 375 and four, five touchdowns? No? You don't think so, Mike? No. Not a bad oh stat line. Oh, my God. Randy
0: Moss stat line? Not a Madden stat line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I, I mean – I feel like it could go any way with any of those. I feel like they're all going to be big pieces to winning this game. But now what do the bills have to do to win this game? I mean, we talked about certain players, but like overall, I think honestly, Ken Dorsey's play calling is going to have to be a little, I don't know, a little more crisp in the, the red zone. I would say they
1: they need to do what they start doing now is like their check downs and relying on like yak yards and running the ball. Mm -hmm. Like, we've seen they haven't been taking these deep shots or they've been doing it sporadically, and they're moving down the field. Like, yeah, Allen still threw a pick in the the Lions game, which was, I mean, wasn't it tipped or something? It was tipped. It went through. So, like, yeah, yeah, like Mm -hmm. he
2: hasn't thrown these, like, hero ball interceptions. No, I think that's a great point by Mike. I I think they need to take some pressure off of Josh. You know, they're playing an elite defense, but they're 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 able to you know, you could run the ball a little bit on this defense. I think they need to be able to run the ball effectively because you saw, you know, the last two times they played last year, you know, Singletary was very solid on the ground and kept the Patriots honest. Um, so then you could incorporate more play action motion to make it easier for Josh. But it's gonna come down to the run game. It's also gonna come down to, you know, as you said about Ken Dorsey and his play call and like he's you're gonna have a backup left tackle on Crossenberry. You're mm-hmm. gonna have a struggling right tackle on Brown. It's I and mean, it's not like your, the interior offense line is that much better. But you got to understand that you're against Matt Judon. You're against a solid D line, right? Like you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to game plan around having two pretty below average tackles uh, for the game. So if, if they can somehow, you know, run the ball effectively to kind of take the edge off those guys to give. You know those tackles a better opportunity to lay in the game, protect Josh, and hopefully Josh can carry you home. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it'll only time will tell. Honestly,
0: I I think I think we'll have a, a an okay time with it. I think I honestly I watched um, a highlight reel today of the game from the 26th before we blew him out in the playoffs. Just these little like Josh was scrambling on in, in going into trying to go into the end zone. He just. Whoop, Shuttle pass it right to Knox, like right in the end zone. I don't know. Just like, yeah, a little creative stuff like that. I feel like we, it'll give us an edge. You know what I mean? The Brian Dable-esque play, you could say,
2: you know? No, that wasn't a Dable play. That was just. That was on the money. Yeah, that was just Josh on the uh, That was just Josh pulling an ab lib. But I think defensively, it's going to come down to you got to make the Patriots one dimensional. You got to be able to stop the run, you know, make Mac Jones be a thrower and, um. I also think it just comes kind of to these DBs have had pretty good coverage the last couple of weeks, but they got to eventually start making plays on the ball. So if, they can, if the DBs can start making plays on the ball in the passing game and they could limit the Patriots' efficiency on the ground game, I think, uh, again, we're going to be in a good, good spot there. Just with the offense and score points against the defense at that point.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I would definitely agree. we got to get pressure back there, force
0: Mac Jones to throw where he doesn't necessarily want to, I mean, and stop the run game. Right there with you, buddy, on that. That's that's gonna be big. That I was sitting there with you on the forty five rush attempts last year, Monday night, uh, up in the three hundred. So can't have that happening again, even though it's not Harris running. But no, gotta gotta stop that run game. And now looking at the end of the game, after the Bills win, okay. Who supposedly win? Supposedly win. Supposedly win. Who is the who's the offensive MVP? Davis. Sticking with my playmaker
2: or x-factor. X-factor? Yeah. Statistical Motor Motorhead. Okay. I think he's, I think he's going to have 100 yards and two touchdowns.
0: Oh wow. What a, what a, what a what a day for Motor if that if that's true. I'll you know what, Dom? I'm I'm I'll hop on the Motor and I'll go with you on that one. I I, I like it. Uh we were screaming as screaming Motorhead all all through that playoff game. I'd like to see it more. Um I don't know. It'll be It'll be it'll be interesting. I I think honestly Davis could have an amazing game cuz you're right Mike, he's been stagnant for a little bit here. Like he hasn't had he he had those 98-yard touchdowns in the Steelers game and since then it feels like he's fallen off the face of the earth. But, mm, he
1: had a few good plays but like well he hasn't had like those big yeah. Yeah, not not big play.
0: spectacular plays or anything like that. And he's he dropped quite a few, you know what I mean, for a little bit there. So
2: well, I think he's, it's, he's he's been very inconsistent if he could find a way to become Right, the last couple of weeks things become a little bit more consistent. So if you can just find a way to, you know, catch the ball when it's thrown to him and then still be that solid run blocking wide receiver, I think that's solid value enough that they can, yeah, you know, get enough from everyone else with Davis, they'll be fine. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It. What about on the defense, gents?
2: Well, this person just won defensive player of the week. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Big at Oliver gets a multi sack game. I like it. I think. I think we. I think we. <laughs> you know, he got banged up in that Rams game. Missed a couple games. You know, it's taken him a couple games to get back to to form per se. Mm-hmm. Last two weeks, we've seen we, we we have been we've witnessed the ceiling of Ad Oliver. And now without Von Miller, he he's just gonna be counted on so much more. And listen, it's that Oliver versus Cole Strange. He's gonna dominate that matchup. Get a couple TFLs. Get a couple sacks be a beast yeah maybe maybe this time they'll, they'll interview him after the game show him some respect nah, yeah he should have had one of those turkey legs mm-hmm. but um i'm gonna say jordan poyer's gonna have himself a game
1: he's due nice he's due for an interception i think and i mean i don't know it seems like anytime in the secondary like he's the one doing like the cleanup work like he's just kind of like taking care of everyone's business like you see Demar hamlin like miss a tackle or someone he's there to just get the guy so he's gonna have himself a game
0: yeah, uh Dom, I'm hopping on the train with you. Ride him cowboy. Put that cowboy hat on Ed Oliver. Go crazy. A multi-sack game. Dude's gonna be putting pressure on Mac Jones. Stop. He's gonna, he's gonna he's gonna get back there every play. Come on. Come on. There's no there's no reason not to. You got now you got Groot back. Huge. Right. And Epinesa, who's been actually playing all right when he's when he's played. Um, so I am I'm, I'm definitely I'm going with I'm going with uh Ed Oliver, Ride him Cowboy on this one. And that fellas leads us to Score predictions. Dom, I'll let you start off here. What is your prediction for this game?
2: Uh, Buffalo 24, New England 13. Hmm. Mike?
0: Hmm. Hmm. I'll say 20 to 16, Bills. Okay. All right. All right. Closer game. I'm going to go 28-14. I think this is a two-touchdown win for the Bills. I'm going to go touchdowns only, no field goals. I'm going touchdowns only. Yeah. Touchdowns only, but without further ado, I, fellas, that's going to end it for our, our Thursday night. Prime prime Amazon prime preview. Uh, and without further ado, let's move into our picks. But before that, I want to bring up the sports bring people together podcast. You should listen for entrepreneurial conversations with those in sports and who knows where the chats will take you, but sports got us all together here in the first place. Find the show wherever you listen to your podcast or simply visit sports Fellas, last week, good week, all above 500. Dom, eleven five, 5 Myself, eleven five, 5 Mike, 9-7. Season totals, Dom, 115-64-1. Myself, 112-67-1. And, and Mike, 97-82-1. I'm not going to say it because I say it every week, but pretty good totals. Pretty <laughs> good totals on the season. So, I... Uh, <laughs> I can't not say you can't find another podcast out there that has this this go to this go to totals here. Come on, come on, nothing like it. But the the games for this week we're gonna pick the Browns Texans, Commanders Giants, Titans Eagles, Dolphins Niners, and Chiefs at Bengals. Dom, bring us into our first game, buddy.
2: Oh, okay, I'm bringing us into the Browns Texans. I'll start from the top. we've okay. been doing that recently. Yeah. The Deshaun Watson Bowl, um, Mm -hmm. his return, I said this before, I think Deshaun, when everything's going, clicking right, he's a top-five quarterback in the NFL. Well, I mean, the last time he was playing, he was. That's obviously been nearly two years ago. Yeah, two. I don't really know what fully to expect, but the Texans just seem to be in quit mode. I mean, they got jumped early by the Dolphins, and then they kind of rallied a little bit, but that was because the Dolphins you know, pulled most of their starters. And we have our boy Jerry Hughes kicking over Gatorades. <laughs> um, it just doesn't look like a good sight. Lovey Smith's a joke. I don't know yeah. how, he's a, how he's a head coach in 2022. And, you know, the Browns coming off a big, big win against Tom Brady at home in mm-hmm. overtime. And I think they think they have some life left uh, in the playoff hunt. I don't I wouldn't be that positive on their end, but I think they do, and they're being touchdown favorites. I think they're going to cover. I think Deshaun, I don't know if it's his best game, but I think he goes 250 and three touchdowns, especially because it's a revenge game for him. If you have Amari Cooper in fantasy football, this is what you waited for all year. (laughs) (laughs) You're
1: right. You're right. Mike, what about you, buddy? Yeah, so obviously it's a revenge game. Um, going to have a lot of attention. I'm th- I think I think Houston has a reason to win. They can lose all the other games. They have a reason to win this game. Kyle Allen, Kyle <laughs> Allen. He's going to he's going to win this game. Deshaun hasn't played in two years. He's going to be rusty. Like he, he's not just going to step right in and be like this top five quarterback again. He's in a struggle. I think Houston's going to be motivated.
2: They're going to have a fire. They're going <laughs> Oh, man. Oh. Uh, I mean the Browns are one no one revenge games technically with uh them beating Baker week one. So got a point. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think they're I think they're I think built, this is the only game Houston's this. gonna want to try and win. That's true. The, te- the Texans should be motivated for this one. They can't get up for this game against a dude that disgraced your franchise. Go yeah. 214 was yeah. I don't know.
0: I I'm personally I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Browns. I think they're they've played competent football. The Texans, Kyle Allen. I don't think he can do it. I'm gonna be honest Oof. with you. I I like the hungry dog runs faster mentality, the underdog mentality. But I got to I got to go with Deshaun and the Browns on this one. Unfortunately,
2: the one thing that would scare me is you know what Mike mentioned of the Texans. This is kind of their Super Bowl. That's always kind of dangerous. Exactly. you had a team that just they just got embarrassed last week by the Dolphins. The Browns coming off a little bit of a high. And the Browns, you know, we talked about all week when they played the Bills, have one of, if not, I probably actually know they had the worst run defense in the entire NFL. And obviously the Texans one to establish their run of Damon Pierce. So, yeah. I'm not changing my pick, but so. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely more than a couple of pretty solid reasons to pick the Texans in an episode here. Yeah. All right. Next game the Washington Commanders,
0: Heineke, Heinekens at the New York Giants. Commanders are two and a half point favorites. This is—I mm. feel like this is kind of tough. I'm going to be honest with you.
2: I think this is just a blur game. Yeah, these, these two teams both suck. Well, but yeah, suck. just divisional game. That's why I picked up.
0: Yeah. No, 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 no. It's the no, no, game not, to pick. It's yeah. a game
2: to pick. It's just. But it's, like, it's kind of a shootout. Teams... Teams. I feel
0: like.
1: I think the Giants are going to win. They've been on a little bit of a slide recently. Did you just
2: say this game's a shootout.
0: Yeah, between oh, who's going to win? Me. No, no, no. Between who's going to win? I don't know if it's going to be a high scoring game. Do you? I mean, not like not shootout like high scoring. I'm saying like it's. I, I can't tell you who's going to win right now. You know, I can. I'm going to say
1: someone. I'll, I'm I'm going to pick the Giants. I think they're going to bounce back. They've been on a little bit of a slide. I'm going to take the Giants as well because I don't know. I just I just feel like they're. I don't know. I just I just have a feeling that like they're going to change up their schemes a little bit. Danny Dimes is going to dime a little bit, and. I don't know. Brian Dable's going to sprint Siquon, down. I think that he's going to have over 100 yards.
2: I just have a feeling they're going to win. Yeah, I think that's. This is a tough game to pick. Um, but I've been fading the Giants the past couple weeks. It's now time for me to switch over and fade another fraudulent team. I'm fading yeah. the Commanders this week. I got the Giants win.
0: All three of us. The, Gi- the
2: Giants are a team underdogs at home. Dable's going to get them fired up. They got the long rest. Washington did not look very impressive against Atlanta. I mean, they needed a, a Marcus Mariota interception on the goal line to really win that game. Yeah. Um. So I I just think the Giants, you know, with the rest advantage, Saquon's the best player on either team. And I think I mean I've, I mean listen, Taylor Heineke is not a good quarterback. Eventually, that has to bite the the Commanders. Yeah. And um. Yeah. I got I got the Giants in a in a, in a like a thirteen ten kind of game. Oh. No, I, I would say that's pretty accurate prediction right there, buddy.
0: 13-10. Mike, you want to take us into our next game? Yeah, that's... Um, what do we got here?
1: Oh, the Titans and Eagles. Mm-hmm. So, Titans have really picked it up. They were 0-2. Everyone was kind of, like, counting them out in a way. Because all I hear is, oh, these 0-2 teams, they make, they don't make the playoffs and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they're by far the best team in their division. Mm-hmm. And I think they're guaranteed to probably win their division and. Eagles, they're just they're rolling right now. I mean, honestly, when they lost, I thought maybe they would slide a little bit, but I can't say they played perfect against um the Colts. But they played um wait, they played another game, right? I'm not we played the
2: Packers last week. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking
1: like that, that yeah. They played pretty good against the Packers. Jalen Hurts had like 150 rushing yards. He's got some cool cleats on too for that game. Yeah, like they just looked really good. I think the Eagles are gonna win this one, make another
2: statement that they're the best team in the NFC. Yeah, I, I think that I, that's a good point, but I think I think the Texans come into Philadelphia and prove that the NFC sucks. <laughs> you mean the Titans? <laughs> I said the Texans. Yeah, wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong team the V N S of T. of should yeah, Vegans of T. No, I think the Titans are a tough matchup for the Eagles because the Titans have a very elite defense. And I think that's gonna be able to slow down, you know, that that Eagles AJ Um, Brown revenge game, yeah, I I think they're gonna lock him up, lock him up. He's gonna have to throw up again. Bad fumble, yeah. Well, because he was puking his guts out. Yeah. Um, but no, I got I think the Titans are a tough matchup, especially because the Eagles currently don't have Jordan Davis. I know they activated him off IR, but they don't know if he's gonna play. They had to bring in Sue. They had to bring in LeVal Joseph uh, to try and shore up that run defense. But the Packers, I mean the Packers, who I don't think are a great offense. We were able to move the ball pretty much at will. Yeah. And I think the Titans coming off a tough loss in the AFC and in Cincinnati want to you know, they still believe that they might have an outside chance at that one seed and I think they're gonna they're gonna prove if running the ball, Derek Henry, smash mouth football, good defense, they're gonna win kind of a a gritty twenty to seventeen kind of game.
0: Yeah, as much as I love Jason Kelsey singing White Christmas, I, I have to pick against the Eagles here. I'm going with the Titans. I think Derrick Henry's going to have a major, major day. I think he's going to be running, like Dom said, smash mouth football, go crazy, right up the middle. And he's he's, he's going to have a day I I, I don't really see. I don't, I don't see the Eagles beating them, unfortunately. But that leads us into our next game, the Dolphins at the San Francisco 49ers. Big game. This is a big one. This is one I've been looking forward to. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, 49ers are four point favorites and I'm going to take the 49ers. I mean, they have a great, great defense. I know Jimmy Garoppolo is Jimmy Garoppolo, right? But I mean, he's a winning, the, the record speaks for itself. He's, he's winning on that team. I mean, you got CMC on that team. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm going with the 49ers. I think their defense is going to shut down the dolphins.
1: Hmm. I mean, I feel like this is going to be a close game. Like, Jimmy G, he's been doing good, but I feel like he's due to have a game where he just is Jimmy G. Because, like, he's probably the biggest game manager in the NFL. Yeah. And he's just so lucky that he has such a good team around him. Like, it's sad that, like, you see that he has this huge winning record and he's gone to two NFC Championship games, gone to a Super Bowl, and yet they still want to replace him. Yeah. Just because he has he's just such an average quarterback. And I think like I think this, I'll use the phrase before, I think this could be a shootout, but I think the Dolphins are going to win. I think they're just more dialed right now than Jimmy G. I think I would trust Tua right now over Jimmy G in like a game like this.
2: Yeah, I think the protege is going to take down the master here if McDaniels over Shanahan. <laughs> um, I think the Dolphins right now are playing high-level football. I think the Niners, listen, the Niners didn't play well last week. I know they beat the Saints 13 to nothing, but the Saints are trash. And for them to only score 13 points and they scored their only touchdown off a deflection by Tyron Matthews. So I'm just not, I'm not very high on the Niners right now. I know they have the best defense, I think statistically in the NFL, but I don't think, listen, this is the same team that got absolutely dominated by the Kansas City Chiefs. And they score down well. I think the Dolphins, they're not going to be able to stop Tyreek. And the Dolphins are just going to get Tyreek involved. Waddle. I think they're going to be able to move the ball, uh, even against an elite defense. And I think they're going to make a statement to the rest of the NFL that, I mean, the last month they've had a relatively easy schedule. And obviously they're going to be tested a couple of weeks before playing the Bills, and it starts now. And I think, I think they won this one pretty handily. I think it's going to be like a 38-21 kind of game.
0: Hmm. All right. Last game, you want to bring us in, Kiko?
2: Yeah, sure. So we got we got the rematch of the AFC Championship game, or the the quote unquote. I mean, the real AFC Championship game. Maybe we all know what happened. Yeah. It happened really around <laughs> earlier. You uh, <even> know that <laughs> team that won didn't even make the Super Bowl. But yeah, unfortunately, Chiefs Bengals. Um, Chiefs are a point a half favorites. We don't know if Joe Mixon's going to play. We don't know if Jamar Chase is going to play. Bengals though didn't matter without those two guys. Got the dub. Against the Titans in a big time game, they're playing pretty decent football on both sides of the ball. That being said, this is blowout city for the Kansas City. They're going to win by three touchdowns. Wow! I just I think Kansas City is this is their like, you know, we talk about it the last two years with the Bills being really amped up to play the Chiefs. You know, we saw it this year already. They were amped up to play the Buccaneers uh, the first time after they lost that Super Bowl in 2020, and uh, I think. They're amped up to redeem their, their choke job from last year. Yeah. And uh, you know, again we're hearing all the the is this Brady Manning? No, it's not. Um, but Mahomes is 0 2 against Burrow all time and I think he wants to get in the win column. And, you know, he just had a child, so dad energy. So yeah. Dad energy. Dad energy. This He's got the white on new on, balances man. out this, on the, the field. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is gonna be like a 45-24 kind of game. Wow. Mahomes gonna score five you know, throw five or six touchdowns. Dang. I think they I think they I think they roll. No, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs also, but I think it's gonna be a closer game. I'm thinking like a thirty
1: five to thirty-one type of game.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the Chiefs as well. I think it's gonna be closer than the blowout Dom suggesting. But as much as I would love the Bengals to win, because then we play the Bengals, and if we win, that's a that's a big type. You know what I mean? Like that'd be a big thing for the Bills Chiefs home game in the playoffs, but I, I don't I don't see them losing here. Personally, I think the Chiefs are rolling right now. They're hot. Travis Kelsey's doing great, as always. Dude's a dude's a monster. Pat Mahomes, like Dom said, dad energy. He's got the white New Balances and the shorts on the field. He's ready dad to go. Energy. He's ready to cook. And there's no there's no other way about it at this point. So,
2: well, I think it's an, definitely an interesting slate of games we pick for the Bills. I think from their perspective, they probably want the Browns to beat the Texans because mm-hmm. of the strength of record. They don't give a crap about the Giants, I and mean, they're probably going to root for the Giants because of Dable, right? They want the Titans to win for the same reason. They want the Niners to win, so it knocks off Miami. Miami, yeah. And I'd say they want the Bengals to win because they play the Bengals later on, and that would knock the Chiefs down to them being the one seed. They win, yeah. That, if those results happen and the Bills win, they would be the one seed. Yeah, that's so. the, it's the way to go, man. Let's let's it's honestly, crazy.
0: let's hope for it, man. Cross the fingers, cross the toes. You know, at that point. But without further ado, that's gonna do it. For this episode of Betting on the Bills, I'm Joe Kelly, and I was joined by Dom Loss and Mike Marino, as always. And Dom, how do you always end these, buddy?
2: Go Bills, baby!
0: Go Bills.